Welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares about knowing your spirit man. Listen and be blessed. of the Spirit of God be heard in our inner man. Thank you, Jesus. 
from John chapter 6 and verse 63. John chapter 6 and verse 63. Jesus said, It is the Holy Spirit who gives life. He is the one who quickens us, the Bible says. It is the Spirit of God that quickens us, who gives life. And the flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Very powerful scripture. Jesus said something very important. He said, speaking about the Holy Spirit, John the Baptist talked about about Jesus and who he will be and what he will do. You know, he said, there's one coming behind me whose sandals I'm unworthy to untie. I baptize you with water, but when he comes, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire, he said. I put you into water, he will put you into fire. John the Baptist said, I put you into water. You know, but he will put you into his spirit. Are you with me this evening? It's a very powerful season of life that we are in. We are living under the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In Joel chapter 2 and verse 28, uh, Joel prophesied that in the last days, God will pour out his spirit. We are living in a time of being immersed, being baptized, you know, just like a person who is baptized in water, you know, is drenched with water, you know, when he comes out, he is wet with water. That's exactly what happens to you and me when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. We drip with the presence of God. That's what it is. You know, coming into the baptism of the Holy Spirit is coming into an understanding that we are wet with the Spirit of God. The second thing is, we are baptized in fire. What does fire do? Fire purifies us. Any anointing over your life is about separation. One of the things the enemy will always want to fight against and lie to us is because he wants us to be unaware or what happens when God the Holy Spirit is with us. Fire purifies our life. Fire, when you put gold in fire, it becomes pure. You know, when gold is heated, the impurities leave the gold. It's the same with our lives. Why we need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit is because 
when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the impurities of our life will leave. That is why it's very important in these last days that we are men and women of God who walk after the things of the Spirit of God. We need to be men and women of God whose eyes are on the things of the Spirit of God. We need to men, be men and women of God who are quickened in our inner man by the Spirit of God. That is the most important uh, part of our Christian living. Christian living is not just about doing the right things. Christian living is about doing God things. Let me tell you one more time. Christian life is not about good works. Christian life is about God works. When God is upon us, that's when good things, the right things will happen. Good, if good things need to come out of our life, then we need God's anointing. Acts 10.38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the enemy because God was with him. When God is with you and me, we end up doing the right thing, the God thing, that which is right, that which is good in the eyes of God. Now Jesus said, it is the Holy Spirit who gives you life. And he said, the flesh profits nothing. You see, the, the, the life that we live needs to be out of the Spirit of God. It needs to be a byproduct of what God's Spirit is doing inside of us. Our actions, our words, our decisions, our direction, our focus must be an outcome of what God the Holy Spirit is doing inside our life. And the more we bring ourselves to that place, the place of allowing God's Spirit to move in us, that is when we will see that our inner man, our spirit man, will become a person after the heart of God. A spirit man is made to be God conscious. But our flesh can always prevent our spirit man from working in his full potential. You know, we, we are made to receive from God. We are made to see things that God shows us. We are made to hear what God speaks to us. We, that's what our spirit man does. Our spirit man is quickened by the Holy Spirit so that we can see what is unseen. We can know what is revealed and we can do what God shows us. That's exactly what Jesus did. And it's very important for us to understand today that that spirit man inside of us, we need to know who our spirit man is and how God looks at our spirit man. If you turn with me to Proverbs um, chapter 16 and verse 2, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 2, here you will find um, uh, the Bible says, all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. 
what what does what does the bible say it says all that you do may seem right and good and pure in your own eyes but the bible says the lord weighs our spirit god's hand is upon our spirit man amen and it is very important for us to understand you know if you read job chapter 32 and verse 8 job 32 and in verse 8 job says about the spirit man you know he says uh, uh, let, let me just read it to you 32 and verse 8 but there is a spirit in man and the breath of the almighty gives him understanding there is a spirit in man job says you know the the book of job says there is a spirit in man and it is the anointing it's the anointing of the holy spirit over this spirit man that will make this spirit man understand how he used to he needs to live his life isn't it beautiful think about it you know job says there is a spirit in man and the breath of the almighty gives him understanding what does the what does the breath of god do upon your spirit man the spirit of man you know here the bible says you know um that that you know god gives life to you by his spirit you see is the breath of god upon your spirit man that gives you an understanding of what you need to do how you need to do where you need to go and what you need to do 1 corinthians chapter 2 uh, you know paul writing about uh, the natural man and the spiritual man you know he says uh, 1 corinthians 2 let me just uh, turn to it quickly 1 corinthians 2 and verse uh, 14 uh, paul writes he says but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him so it's very important to understand if the breath of god is not upon your life is not uh, over your spirit man then your spirit man cannot understand you know paul writes the natural man he cannot understand the things of the spirit of god it is your spirit man that understands god speaks into your spirit man god speaks into your spirit man amen so it's very important and the bible says for their foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned spiritually discerned things that the lord reveals are to be received spiritually you know sometimes you know we we try to understand the things of god with our natural mind we try to put two and two together and try to see find a way find a, some kind of a formula that will work for us no that's not how it does that's not how it it happens we just need to allow god's spirit to minister to our spirit man and we live by what is revealed into our spirit man that's why you know paul writes in galatians um 
6, um, Galatians 5, verse 16. He says, walk in the Holy Spirit. He says, walk in the Holy Spirit. Meaning, you know, walk under this precious anointing. Walk under this anointing of the Holy Spirit. Walk under the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Then you will not do what the flesh wants you to do. Then you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Then you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Now, we all know our spirit man goes to God, right? The spirit man is for God. The spirit man that we have, he is for God. If you read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 21, the Bible says the spirit of man descends upwards. Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 7, the Bible says the spirit will return to God. If you read Acts 7 and verse 59, if you remember Stephen looked at God while he was being stoned and he said, Lord, receive my spirit. If you remember in Luke chapter 23 and verse 46, Jesus, while he was on the cross and he was about to die, he said, Lord, into your hands, I commit my spirit. I give my spirit into your hands. Our spirit man belongs to God. Psalms 31, look at the revelation that David had about his, his inner man. Psalm 31, if you read the first, quickly the first five verses. Psalm 31, the first five verses. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me quickly. Be my rock of refuge and a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. See, Paul, you know, David's cry of freedom, David's cry of joy, David's cry of walking in victory, David's cry of overcoming, you know, his, his passion to be an overcomer and living with God and his prayer is backed by the words, Lord, I commit my spirit into your hands. Are you with me this evening, my dear brother and sister? Where is our spirit man? It must be in the hands of God. Our spirit man must be in the hands of God. It is in his hands that we will have the revelation. It is in his hands that the spirit man will have a revelation of what God wants to do through us. That's why it's very important that our spirit man is dictated, is, 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 uh, um, we give access to the spirit of God to minister to our inner man. That's why our spirit man needs to be ministered to. That's why we need to pray in the Holy Spirit. Jude 20 says, building yourself up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. What happens when you pray in the Holy Spirit? Your spirit man becomes stronger and your spirit man, you know, he, his faith is built 
to walk with God. The spirit man, you know, learns to follow the prompting of the spirit, spirit of God. That's why, you know, we need to keep our spirit man in that right place. 1 Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians, um, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 11. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 11. Uh, Paul uh, writes, it, it's a, actually a beautiful chapter. You must read the whole chapter. In, you know, he says in verse 11, but God has revealed them to us by his spirit for his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, the deep things of God. No one knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him. Who knows about yourself? Who can reveal who you are to yourself? It's not your, it's not your, your thoughts. It's not just things that run in your mind. It is your spirit man that is empowered by the spirit of God that reveals to you who you are. It's a very, it's a very powerful thing that Paul is writing here. Just look at that verse. Verse 11, he says, What man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man which is in him. Paul is writing something, you know, what a tremendous revelation. Look at, look at how he writes. He says, it is your spirit man that reveals to you who you are. Not your flesh, not your mind, not your will, not your emotions. They don't dictate. You shouldn't, you know, in a way Paul is saying, don't allow your mind to dictate to you who you are. Oh, it's just amazing. Think about it. Think about it. You know, Paul says, you need to allow your spirit man to speak to you. And where should the spirit man be? The breath of God must be upon the spirit, your spirit man. That's why we pray in the Holy Spirit. That's why we walk under the anointing of God. That's why we bring ourselves to that place of being under His presence. Why? Because it is under His, the unction of the Holy Spirit. We saw right in the beginning, you know, God weighs the Spirit. God, you know, God knows the condition of your spirit man. We think everything is right with our lives. But God knows exactly what is the condition of our spirit. He weighs it. And here Paul says, isn't it the spirit of man who reveals to man the things of man? There is a dimension of walking by the Holy Spirit that Paul stepped into in his life that revealed to him that all of the law that all of the things that he had kept so well, if you read, if you go back and read Philippians chapter 3, you will find him saying, you know, I was perfect in keeping the law. But he said, when the spirit, when now I am under something else, I live under grace. I live by faith. I live because of Jesus. I preach Christ and Him crucified. I bear in my body the marks of Jesus Christ. Why is He talking? Because He has brought Himself to a place where it is God's Spirit ministering into His Spirit. And His Spirit man is revealing to Him 
who he is in Christ. I want you to capture it for your life. It's a very deep thing. I want you to capture it for your life tonight. It's not things that in our head, you know, our head is affected by many things. Our, 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 our human understanding is affected by many things every day. As Christians, we need to learn human understanding is good for us. It is good. God gave us a, a brain. God gave us, uh, you know, thoughts to have. But they need to come under the reign and rule of the revelation of the Spirit of God. They need to come under the reign and rule of the Spirit of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. I've quoted this verse many times. Therefore, Paul writes, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed every day. He says, my outward body is perishing. I'm getting older. I have issues. I have challenges. I have things. You know, my body is wearing out. But he says, my inner man, my spirit man is being renewed, meaning it is constantly under the unction of the Holy Spirit. It is being regenerated, renewed, refreshed. It is being touched. It is being empowered. It is being ministered to by the Spirit of God every day, he says. Every day. He says, every day my spirit man is being renewed, is being refreshed. Isn't it amazing? Loving your spirit man, because your spirit man is, was quickened by the spirit of God the day you were born again. It's your spirit man that God ministers to. The words I speak to you our spirit, he said. In John 6, Jesus said, The words I speak to you, whatever I talk to you, are spirit, he said. You got to receive it in your inner man. You need it, your spirit man needs to receive it. Powerful, powerful, powerful. That's why in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 23, Paul says, that you will preserve, may God preserve your spirit, soul and body unto the coming of the Lord. He says your spirit man needs to be preserved. He says you need to take care about it. He says you need to protect it. He says you must be concerned about it. You need to put preservatives on it so that it, preserve, it is preserved. What is a preservative? It's the presence of God. It's the presence of God. The more of God, the more my inner man is preserved. I'm getting older. The world is changing around me. Circumstances are changing. People are changing. Everything is changing. But my inner man, 
stands tall, stands powerful. My inner man is being touched by God every day. Are you with me? My dear brother and sister, that's why we are asking God, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, speak to me. What does he do? He speaks to your inner man. He reveals things to your inner man. That's why, you know, I even many times tell when I, when I share about the prophetic, you know, sometimes for us who, who have, uh, you know, the prophetic over our lives, it's very important to understand that when God shows you something, then you have to wait till he reveals what he has shown you. Some people, they think they're very intelligent. And they, you know, when, as soon as God shows something, they want to interpret it in their own way. Because, you know, they immediately use their mind. Oh, it has to be this. It has to be that. Oh, it, th that, that's about it. That's what he's talking about. The, you know, we, our mind. The biggest battlefield of our life is our mind. But a prophet who really walks with God, you know what he does? He waits. When Daniel came to Nebuchadnezzar, he said, the dream is sure, its interpretation is sure, he said. He didn't, not only got the dream, he also got the understanding of the dream. When God trained Jeremiah, he told Jeremiah, he asked Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? Jeremiah said, Lord, I see an almond tree. What do you see? I see a pot. Then he explained what the pot was. He explained about what it meant. My friend, are we patient to wait till it is revealed on the inside in our inner man? Is our spirit man quickened by God? And is it our spirit man that leads our life? James chapter 2 and verse 26. James 2 and verse 26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. What is our spirit man compared to? James says our spirit man is compared to works. Our body is like faith. But that faith needs to be in action. Our spirit man needs to be active. Alive. Our spirit man needs to be ministering to us. Faith without the quickening of God's spirit inside of us. It's of no value. It's all in the head. Many people talk about faith, but for them, faith is only in the head. Some people have faith for faith. They, have a, they keep speaking faith because they're afraid they will lose the faith. No, no. Faith is not something that happens because you're speaking all the time. It's something that, is, that happens. You speak it because it's quickened in your soul. It's not a magic word. 
Faith is something deep. Jesus, before he went to raise Lazarus, four days before, he already knew what to do. He just didn't go and stand in faith. He walked by faith. He knew what God spoke to him will come to pass. But he already had a revelation of what it was. And he went in faith. He believed what he saw will come to pass. That's what it is. You see something. You walk because you believe it. You know what God has shown you. God wants to reveal to you about your own life. God wants to reveal things to you about your own family. Sometimes it, it is, it's very important to learn to wait in his presence. It is you I'm talking to somebody tonight. It is you that needs to pull the root that the enemy has put somewhere down in the foundation of your family. You pull it out. Sometimes we're running here and there hoping somebody will pray and pull the root out. No, my friend, it's you. Active. Jesus, you know, the, the Bible says in, in, in Psalms 34 and verse 18, a crushed spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, he will never despise. God will never despise. You know, when God sees that your spirit man is being crushed by things, he will never throw it away. The important thing is to run to him. When your spirit man is getting affected, you got to run. You got to run into the presence of God. You got to run. You got to become desperate. You got to become desperate till God stirs up your spirit man. True revival is your spirit man being alive. Not here. Here in your heart. Not just in your head. Sometimes you know why we struggle so much in our lives. It's because... We are not living from our heart. We are just living from our head. Though we speak in tongues, though we, we talk a lot of things very spiritual, still it's about the head. Things are affecting your head. And because it affects your head, you're not, not able to perform. You're not able to do. Sometimes even a ministry can, can, can get, uh, you know... Um, uh, can get uh, uh, broken, can, get, uh, can, can be stopped because it's affecting your head. It's, it's from your heart. What a beautiful scripture, you know, Paul says. Isn't it your inner man that knows about your own life? Let God touch your spirit man. Let the anointing fall upon your spirit man. Let the power of God come upon you. Spirit. Deep inside. It's from inside you have a revelation. David said, Lord. David came to a point in his life he understood. Lord. He, he had a revelation of how God looked at him, you know. This calling of God upon his life. 
And God said to Samuel, I found a man after my heart, a man who will do all things that is in my heart. You know, at that point, I don't know how much David understood that, but a period later in his life, he began to see that God had actually put his hand upon him even before he was formed in his mother's womb. Can you understand? Can you think about it? He said to the Lord, he said, Lord, you saw me in my unformed state. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I want you to know tonight, you are also fearfully and wonderfully made. Romans chapter 8 and verse 16. The Bible says, His spirit bears witness with our spirit. Are you with me? His spirit, God the Holy Spirit, bears witness. There is a witness. There is a reflection. There is a, a, a revelation of the same thing from His spirit into your spirit. That's what it is. Paul writes about it. You know, in, in, in Romans 8, he says, you know, his spirit bears witness with our spirit. That is why when it comes to the prophetic, some people, the prophetic is here on their head. It must be in your heart. If it doesn't bear witness in your heart, you must wait with it. Sometimes when people speak to us, we take it into our head. Everything gets into the head. Every prophetic word gets into your head. God is going to make you something. Oh, it gets into your head because it's good words about your life. Is it what the Spirit of God is telling you, my friend? Is it bearing witness? Can you hear the voice of your inner man bearing witness of what the Spirit of God is speaking to you? Yes, I know it. Many years ago, many years ago, you know, uh, the, many people came and used to pray over me and say, you know, I see nations over you, nations over you. But I remember once Pastor James Sandosham, you know, he took me to, uh, you know, we were in Mel Nadungal and we were in, uh, in India. And I remember up the mountain, I was a young boy, put his hands on me and began to prophesy. After he prophesied, he spoke about nations over my life. After he prophesied, when I came back, I knew for the rest of my life that that was what my life was all about. Irrespective of doing something else, I was living something else, I was doing something else, I was working in something else, but I knew in my heart that was who I was. Until one day, it simply manifested. Nobody could take it out of my life. Nobody. I had situations, I had challenges. People I loved walk, walked away from me. People, all kinds of things I went through. But in the midst of all of those challenges, nobody could steal that voice which bore witness with my spirit. I want to tell you, God has a word over your life. Bear witness. Stirring. Stirring deep in your inner man. By the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. 
Amen. 1 Corinthians 2, 17. Uh, 6, 17. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. One spirit. His spirit and your spirit needs to come together. They need to just be together. One spirit with him. John 4, 24. What does God speak to us? John 4, 24. After the woman at the well at Samaria, Jesus said, speaking of worship, God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship in spirit, in truth, from your inner man. Two things Jesus said. When you worship God, it must come from your inner man. And it must be the truth. When it comes from there, it will be the truth. Not from the head. That's why, you know, we must understand when we come to worship God, we worship God not because of how we feel, but because of who He is. When you come under the revelation of who God is over your life, worship is beyond your feelings and your emotions. Worship is beyond your tears and your sorrows. Worship is beyond the, the, the mountains and the valleys that you walk through. It's beyond. You worship from your, from your inner man. Worship from your inner man. What does God's word do? Hebrews 4.12, the Bible says, it divides the soul and the spirit. That's why we need to know God's word. That's why we need to allow the spirit of God to minister the word to us. That's why we need to look into this mirror all the time. That's what will make you see who you are. You need to keep reading the word all the time. Because the word will divide. In John chapter 3 and verse 6, Jesus said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. If you're born again, you're a spirit man. Not of the will of man. John chapter 1, the Bible says, not of the will of man, not of the will of the flesh, but of the will of God. You are who you are by the will of God. You are who you are by the will of God. Finally, In Romans chapter 1 and in verse 9, Paul says, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son. What is he saying? He says, God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit. Spirit. That's why David, when he prayed, you know, he said, Lord, change my heart, Lord. Touch my heart. He said, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. That was his prayer. Create in me a clean heart, Lord. Renew, give me a right 
spirit, my spirit man must be right. Must be right. Touch me, Lord, that my spirit man will be right before you. Would you make that your prayer tonight and say to the Lord, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. That my inner man will be able to hear you. My inner man will be able to lead me. That I will be here able to hear the voice of God minister to me. That my inner man will be strong. Tonight, if you would say, God, touch me. The Lord is right next to you, my friend. Strengthen your inner man. Paul writes, though my outward man is perishing, yeah, my inward man is being renewed. That's why he says, our light affliction is just for a moment. Worketh in us an exceeding weight of glory. He says, this afflictions around me. Actually, you know what they're doing? They're making my, my life even more glorious. Because the more I can see things come up outside of me, the more I depend on my inner man. The more I allow God to touch me. The more I allow God to minister to my inner man. The more I allow God, the Holy Spirit, to have His way inside of me. And when that happens, it is this voice the Holy Spirit from my inner man. It is this prompting, it is this leading, this revelation that is deeper inside of me that makes my life even more glorious than anything else. Makes it even more glorious. Maybe you're in a situation where your life is in tears. You're in tears. You're broken. You're hurt. Maybe you are in a situation that you cannot talk to anyone. Maybe there's, a, there's something that you have lost and you know you will never get it back. And it breaks your heart. Let me tell you today, that's an affliction. But don't allow it to touch you. Get before God. Tell the Lord, Lord, here I am. Strengthen me. Open my eyes. Show me what you have for me. Show me what you want to do through my life. Show me your will. Show me your plan. Show me, God. You never make a mistake in my life. Show me. May God minister to you on the inside. Where your inner man becomes strong. Though your challenges may be great, you will begin to live by your inner man. You live by the glory that resides on the inside. You live by who he is on the inside. You live by his voice that is inside. You live by the prompting of the Spirit of God. Your faith is no longer from your head, it's from your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight I pray for every head bowed in your presence. Your glory fill us one more time. Glory fill us. Father, you weigh our spirits, your word says. You weigh our spirit, man. God, you weigh. Father, we ask tonight, Lord, you know our life. You know everything in our life. Make us worthy. Fill us with your spirit. 
revealed to us by your spirit to walk with you to know who you are to understand who you are breathe upon us one more time the breath of god fill us lord Fill us with your Holy Spirit. Fill us with your Holy Spirit one more time. Holy Spirit, come. Come, 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 come. You're the voice over our lives. You're the witness to our inner man. Come. One more time. Come upon your people, Lord. The word of the Lord. Strengthen them today. and you strengthen their lives today to walk with you you grace be upon them may the revelation of god open heaven be upon them thank you lord we say along with david search me oh god and know my heart try me try me see if there be anything in me god whatever is not of you let it go out Thank you. Love you. We worship you, Lord. Speak your blessing over every person tonight. Pray for healing. Pray for victory. Pray God for provision. Pray God for your hand of mercy and grace over your people. Speak your blessing over their lives. Love you. We worship you, Lord. Speak your blessing over each one tonight. their families and all that you have given into the hands as a possession love you we worship you in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen god bless you this broadcast is from transforming nations for jesus if you would like to get in touch with us please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus@gmail.com thank you for joining us be blessed